Many of us feared the tsunami, but it's the small waves that completely eroded the earth away over millions of years that have shaped the geography of the planet that we live on today. Hey, it's J-Rom. Thanks for tuning in to Your Universal Mind, the transmitter to the universe. So I was having a fascinating conversation with one of my friends tonight, and the, the conversation was about energy, how we could free up energy that we put into things subconsciously and redirect them into our purpose or things that we want to do in our life to change it. The analogy that he used is that most of us fear the tsunami and the damage that it can do, but the most damage that is done is done by the unnoticed waves that repeatedly hit the sand and the cliffs and all of the earth. And over time, those small waves do the most damage and it's not even noticed. This is true when we allocate small pockets of our energy to small things in our life and we don't realize how much of it is allocated to trivial things. A lot of times people are exhausted, especially if you have a, if you have a 9 to 5. By the end of the day, you allocate so much of your energy to your work and by the time you get home, or even if you make it to the weekend, you end up doing things that might not even be conscious to you. If you get home, you eat, go to sleep, you might watch TV, just, everybody has a certain ritual. But this ritual promises you only your life that is current, what you're living in today. Most people might imagine a more improved version of their life, something that they want, like a bigger house, more cars, or any other aspect of their life that they imagine differently from what they live today. If they don't have that, it causes frustration. For me personally, the thing that I did was I was able to raise my self-awareness through improving the friends that I'm around, being more open and honest with the conversations that I have with myself, and really asking why I do the things that I do. Almost to the point of what some people might consider over-analytical. But that's why I have friends and people around me who kind of put that in check. Yes, it's good to question. Yes, it's good to question intensely, but not, nothing is appropriate in extremes because it doesn't serve any purpose. The people who I've been talking to throughout my entire lifetime, be it in, from high school or from college, everybody has something different to offer. And once you interact with somebody, that's a certain amount of time and energy you allocate to that person. To me, a day is an amazing day if you learn something new. And this is something I learned from my late football coach. When you meet somebody, they always teach you something about yourself. The problem is, is that whether this person has something positive or negative to add to your life, it doesn't matter unless they become a regular part of your, part of your life that it begins to affect the, tra the trajectory and the destination of your own personal life. So say for example, throughout your day, you get up, you go to work, and you meet many people throughout the day. Whether this person is positive or negative, it takes an amount of emotional energy for you to interact with them. The problem is that when we befriend somebody, either based out of attraction for their personality or because we feel pity for them, usually the former, a mutual benefit, is going to get you to the place that you want to be in your future, that best, that better version of yourself. But a lot of us become friends with people out of pity. And a lot, I say a lot of us because I think by nature people are good, good people, and they care about others. So if we see people suffering or we see people alone, we tend to want to give them care. 
But I think in that, in that moment, we kind of overestimate how helpful we are. And we kind of inflate our egos because we think that we can change someone's life. The reality of the situation is that even if you did nothing, the life would go on. Now, whether it would have improved their life or decreased the value, who knows? But the point I'm trying to make is that every interaction is an emotional investment. And once somebody becomes a regular part of your life, that emotional investment becomes greater. It starts to affect your thought patterns, your behavioral, your habits. And so for me, I've had many people through the duration of my life who I didn't realize detracted from the value of my own self. They didn't, the way that they thought and the way that I thought, I think today actually, the way that they thought and the way that I think is very different from my goals. For a long time, I kind of associated or categorized people into two categories, positive and negative. But what I realized today is that everybody has different goals. If your goals don't align to mine, then the way you probably think is not going to benefit me. And vice versa, if your goals are different than mine, or that's probably the same thing, sorry, then the way that I think is not going to benefit you. However, I think being positive and encouraging is able to be universal, especially for people who are trying to commit to growth. I want to close with this. In chemistry, there's an equation that relates whether or not a reaction will happen based on the amount of free energy that's available. And what you calculate when you calculate free energy is you look at bonds, bonds that are the bonds, the energies that it takes to break the bonds apart, the amount of temperature, different variables. And once you figure out the amount of energy it takes to break those bonds, break the temperature, uh, not break the temperature, sorry, change the temperature, and to take into consideration the disorder of the system, you get a value. And that value is a free energy value. Likely to us, if we want to, likely, likely to us, as just like with humans, not likely, just for humans as well. If we want to make a change in our life and there is no free energy available, that change is not going to happen. We have to break certain bonds. We have to raise the temperature as in like the frequency of how much we impact our goals every single day, how much we do it, and take into consideration the chaos of the universe we live in. And then and only then we'll be able to achieve the goals that we want and have that free energy available to make that reaction spontaneous. This has been j -Rom. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next podcast.